0: Verse number six: We have created the human beings in the wombs of their mother in stages, one after the other, in three ways of darkness. Professor Keith Moore said, "These three ways of darkness refers to the anterior abdominal wall of the mother, the uterine wall, and the amniocorionic membrane." The Quran also speaks about genetics. The Quran says. In Surah Najam, chapter 53, verse number 45 and 46, that we have created the human beings and made them into male and female through a minute quantity of liquid which is ejaculated. But naturally, if it's ejaculated, it has to be a male fluid. Quran says it is the male which is responsible for the sex of the child. The Quran repeats this message in Surah Qiyamah. Chapter 75, verse number 37 to 39, that we have created the human beings from a minute quantity of sperm, and then made it into an alaka, a leech-like substance, then gave it due proportion, then made it into sex, male and female. The Arabic word, nutfatam min means a minute quantity of sperm. Quran says, a minute quantity of sperm is required for sex of the child. Today's science has come to know That the sex of the child depends upon the 23rd pair of chromosomes and it is the sperm which is responsible for deciphering the sex of the child if it's X X it's a female if it's an XY it's a male Quran has mentioned this 1400 years ago in our society especially in the Indian society for reasons known best to them People prefer having a male child. And suppose the daughter-in-law, if she gives birth to a female child, the mother-in-law normally blames the daughter-in-law. If the mother-in-law has to blame anyone, she should blame the son, not the daughter-in-law. Because the Holy Quran and science tells us that it is the male which is responsible for the sex of the child and not the female. The Quran describes the various embryological stages in great detail. In Surah Al-Mu'minun, chapter 23, verse number 12-14, to it says, we have created the human beings from a quintessence of clay. Then made it into a drop. Placed it into kararem makin, place of security. And made it into an alaka, something which clings, a leech-like substance. Made that alaka into mudga, a chewed-like lump. Made that mudga, into izama, bones, then clothed the izama, bones, with lahim, that is flesh. And then made it into a creature. Blessed is he, the best to create. This verse of the Holy Quran, from 12 to 14, of Surah Muminun, Chapter 23, describes the embryological stages in great detail. It starts with saying, we have placed the Nutfa, the minute quantity, into kararim makin, a place of security. Today, embryology tells us that the f- embryo is protected posteriorly by the backbone and the posterior muscles of the mother, anteriorly by the anterior abdominal wall, by the uterine wall, as well as the amniocodronic membrane. It continues. Then we made it into an alaka, a leech-like substance, something which clings. The Arabic word alaka has got three meanings, something which clings, a leech-like substance, as well as blood clot. Alhamdulillah, all three meanings are applicable here. Because the embryo, in the initial stages, it clings to the uterine wall of the mother. It looks like a leech, as confirmed by Professor Keith Moore. It also behaves like a leech. It behaves like a blood sucker. It derives the blood supply and the nutrition from the mother. And at this stage, if an abortion takes place, the concept is it looks like a blood clot it looks like a blood clot as well as a leech so quran in one word it implies three meanings which all are applicable quran mentions this word alaka no less than six times twice in surah mu'minun chapter 23 verse number 12 to 14 surah hajj chapter 22 verse number 5 surah ghafir chapter number 40 verse 67 Surah chapter 75, verse 38, as well as in Surah Ikra, chapter 96, verse number 2. Six times it's mentioned. Previously, in the 17th century, people thought that the sperm, it evolved a miniature human being. A miniature human being was present in the head of the sperm, which later on developed into the uterus of the mother as a newborn baby. This was believed by Swammerdam, who proposed the perforation theory. Later on, when they discovered that the ovum is bigger than the sperm, D. Graf and others, they said it is not the sperm which was a miniature human being, it is the ovum which was a miniature human being. Later on, Mao in the 18th century, he proposed the biparental theory. That both are responsible, as the Quran says, both. The sperm and the ovum is responsible for the birth of the child. Quran says, we made that alaka into a mudga. Mudga means chewed like lump, or something tacky which can be put in the mouth. So, Prophet Keith Moore said, both these meanings are applicable, because it is something tacky which can be put in the mouth. And later on, he took a plaster seal and bit it between his teeth, to look like a mudga, a chewed like lump. And he was astonished. But the teeth marks resembled the somites from which develops the spinal column the quran says we made that mudga into izaman bones we clothed the izaman with lahem flesh and muscles allah says then we create the al-nasha stage we create a new creature what does the quran mean we have created a new creature science really tells us that the embryological stages of development before this stage in the rabbit, in the fish, in the other animals. It's similar to that of the human being. It's only at this stage of Al-Nasha that the particular characteristics of the human beings are seen. The head, the hands and the feet. So Quran says, we have made a new creature. And ends by saying, blessed is he who is the best to create. Imagine, Quran gives the various embryological stages in great detail was a person who put forth an argument. It's nothing new. Maybe some Arab, he opened up the abdomen of a pregnant woman and checked the shape and wrote in the Quran. He didn't realize that all these stages of the Quran describes it cannot be observed with a naked human eye. You require a very powerful microscope. When Professor Marshall Johnson was asked to comment on these verses, He the head of the department of anatomy in the daniel institute in Jefferson's hospital in philadelphia usa he said it can be possible that prophet muhammad peace be upon him he had a microscope and he observed it then he was reminded that microscope was not invented 400 years ago so professor marshall johnson laughed loudly and he said yes i know that and i've seen the first microscope with my own eyes It hardly enlarges to ten times, and the picture is not even clear. Then he said, these stages has to be a divine revelation. We are further asked to comment on the verse of the Quran from Surah Al-Hajj, chapter 22, verse number 5, which says, we have created the human beings from dust, then made it into an alaka, made it into a mudga, partly formed and partly unformed. When you take an incision at this stage and analyze the embryo and cut up the internal organs, you'll find out that the internal organs at this particular stage, some of the organs are formed, while the other organs, they aren't formed. So Professor Marshall Johnson said, if I said that it is a complete creation, I'm only describing those organs which are formed. If I say it's an incomplete creation, I'm only describing those organs which are not formed. There can be no better description than the Holy Quran saying partly formed and partly unformed because some organs are formed, the others are not formed. Some cells are differentiated, the others are not differentiated. Professor Keith Moore said that today in embryology, we have got several stages of the embryological development, but it is so difficult To understand it, because it has got numerical stages, stage 1, stage 2, stage 3. The Quran bases the stages on shapes and prenatal development, which is far superior and easy than what modern embryology has done today. If the embryologists, they describe according to the stage of the Quran, it's far more easier for them to describe and understand than what modern embryology has done, stage 1, stage 2, stage 3 the Quran says in surah Abasa, chapter 80 verse 19 and 20 we have created the human beings from minute quantity and we have made the passage of birth easy people normally wondered that how can the birth canal which hardly admits three to four fingers how can a baby come out of it the bony structure is so rigid it has got ligaments how is it possible Quran says, Allah makes the pathway easy. And today we have come to know that how is it possible? Relaxin is being secreted by the ovaries and the placenta, which loosens the ligaments of the pelvic joints and softens the cervix. The uterine contraction that takes place, it pushes the baby downwards in the birth canal. The bag of water which ruptures, it provides a slippery surface for the baby to come out, to slide. And the various movements of the baby... While birth facilitates the movement through the irregular pelvic joint. Quran says that Allah makes the pathway easy. Quran is giving you signs. It's showing you various embryological stages. Who could have described all these stages? They're asking you a question. Will you not then believe? Will you not then believe in the Holy Quran? The Quran says in Surah Sajdah, Chapter 32, verse number 9. We have given the human beings the faculty of hearing and sight. It's repeated in surah Insan, chapter 76, verse number 2. We have given the faculty of hearing and sight to the human being. Today we have come to know the first sense to develop is the sense of hearing. Quran says, first hearing, then sight. By the fifth month of pregnancy, it's complete the year. Later on, in the seventh month of pregnancy, the eye splits open. Imagine, Quran gives the order. First comes hearing, then comes sight. Professor Durga Rao, who is an expert in the field of marine geology, who is teaching in the University of King Abdulaziz in Jeddah, he was asked to give his comments on a verse of the Holy Quran from Surah Noor, Chapter 24, verse number 40. which says that the state of the unbeliever is like the depths of darkness in a vast deep ocean. Overwhelmed with waves topped with waves, topped with dark clouds. The depths of darkness, one layered over the other. When a man stretches out his hand, he can hardly see it. Allah gives light to who he wishes. If it does not give light, you cannot see. Professor Durga Rao, he said that this verse of the Holy Quran is not speaking about a normal sea. It's speaking about a deep sea. And today, only with the help of things like submarine, we have come to know the depths of the ocean. is dark. Previously we did not know that. Because a man... Cannot go unaided more than 20 to 30 meters underwater, and if you go more than 200 meters unaided, you die. It's today we have come to know, by the instruments that we have, that the depths of ocean is dark, and he said this darkness is due to two phenomena. First is due to successive absorption of the color in layers, as we all know, the light has got seven colors, and we learned in school. For remembering easy, Vip Gyor, the colours of the rainbow, Vip Gyor. V for violet, I for indigo, B for blue, G for green, Y for yellow, O for orange, Red, R for red. Vip Gyor, seven colors. Professor Dirgao Rao said that when the light enters the ocean, by the first 15 to 20 meters, the red color is absorbed. And if a man goes underwater about 30 meters deep, and if he bleeds, if he has a wound, he will not be able to see his own blood because red color does not reach there. Later on, 30 to 50 meter absorbs orange. Yellow is absorbed by next 50 to 100 meters. Green by 100 to 200 meters. And blue beyond 200 meters. And violet and indigo much above 200 meters. Therefore the layers of darkness between the ocean is due to the absorption of light in successive layers The second reason for these layers Professor Durga Rao said is due to barriers Like the clouds when the sunlight hits a cloud the cloud absorbs the light therefore there's darkness below the cloud then the light is scattered after getting scattered it hits at the superficial waves of the ocean this is the second barrier the waves reflect the light further the superficial waves of the ocean those light rays which are not reflected they enter the ocean therefore you have two types of layers in the ocean the superficial layer and the deep layer the superficial layer is warm and lit up the deep layers they are dark And this superficial and deep layer of the ocean, it is divided by internal waves. We human beings did not know that even there were internal waves. We only knew of superficial waves. It was only in 1900 that we have come to know that there are even waves deep in the water. They are known as internal waves, which divide the superficial part of the ocean and the deep part of the ocean. Imagine, the Quran mentions that. The unbeliever's state is like the depth of darkness in a vast deep ocean. overwhelmed with waves topped with waves. That means deep waves are there, internal waves are there, topped with superficial waves. And it further continues, topped with dark clouds. The clouds are the barriers. And even the cloud line layers. And when a man stretches out his hand, he can hardly see it. Only if Allah gives light can they see. Even the fish that swim in the deep part of the ocean, they cannot see unless they have their own light with them. They have their own light with them. Even the submarine that goes underwater, it carries its own light, otherwise they cannot see underwater. So when Prophet Durga Rao was asked, how come this is mentioned in the Quran 14 years ago? He said, it's impossible for any human being to mention this verse. This Quran has to be a divine revelation the Holy Quran says in Surah Qiyamah, chapter 75 verse number 3 and 4 the unbelievers ask that how will Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be able to reassemble our bones Allah says we can not only reassemble the bones we can even reconstruct in perfect order the very fingertips when the unbelievers say after we are buried after our bones have got disintegrated how will allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of judgment reassemble our bones so allah says he will not only be able to reassemble the bones he can even reconstruct your very fingertip in perfect order it's referring to the fingerprinting method which was discovered by sir francis gold in 1880 and he said that no two fingerprints of two individuals are equal even in a million people. No wonder the police, the CID, the CIA, the FBI, they use fingerprinting method to identify the culprit. Quran speaks about that 14 years ago. Allah can not only reassemble the bones, He can even reconstruct in perfect order the very fingertips. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is asking you in Surah Nisa, chapter 4, verse 82. is the Barun al quran do not you consider the Quran with care. Do not you ponder over the Quran with care. That if it had been from anyone besides Allah, there would have been many contradictions. There would have been many discrepancies. Quran is giving you a challenge. Here is the Holy Quran. Try and take out a single discrepancy. Try and take out a single fault in the Holy Quran it's giving you a challenge an open challenge why don't you analyze the quran with care? had it been from anyone besides allah there would have been many contradictions i would like to end my talk by giving the example of prophet tagada tagashan previously the doctors they thought that only the brain was responsible for feeling of pain it's now we have come to know that there are certain receptors in the skin called as pain receptors which are also responsible for feeling of pain. No wonder. When a patient of burn injury comes to a doctor, he takes a pin and he pricks it in that area. If the patient feels pain, the doctor is very happy. It means it's a superficial burn. The pain receptors are intact. If he does not feel pain, it's a deep burn. The pain receptors have been destroyed. The Quran says in Surah Nisa chapter 4, verse number 56, As to those who reject our signs, we shall cast them into the hellfire. And as often as their skins are roasted, we shall give them fresh skins so that they shall feel the pain. Quran says if your skin is roasted, we shall give you fresh skin so that you will feel the pain. Giving an indication there is something in the skin which is responsible for the feeling of pain. Indication to the pain receptors. When Professor Tagada Takashan, who is the head of the Department of Anatomy in Chiang Mai University in Thailand, he was given the translation of this verse and he has spent a lot of time in doing research on pain receptors. He said it's impossible that the Quran can mention this. We discovered it recently. How is it possible? He did not agree with it. Later on, after checking with the Holy Quran, after verifying the Holy Quran, he was so impressed that in the 8th Medical Saudi Conference in Riyadh, in the conference, he said the Shahada: "La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah." There is no god but Allah, and Prophet Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. Subhanahu wa Taala. Wa `akhiruh da'wan.